Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. If you'd like to listen to more of LPJ and Sphinx, make sure to check out Last Action Podcast, where they discuss action movies. If you're looking for more Matric, check out twitch.tv slash matriconstage. That's M-A-T-R-I-K. You can also check out his work on YouTube, and that's Matric on Stage there as well. For more of myself... Craig WK, you can listen to podcasts like The Legend of Retro and Noiseland Arcade. If you're interested in supporting Noobs and Dragons, you can go to patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, where you can pay $5 a month for access to Behind the DM Screen, our behind-the-scenes monthly special. This show wouldn't be possible without our patron support. Thank you. and dragons. Hannibal, Alice, and Thelonious. The three of you are at the Rayburn Falls Magic Academy, having already parted ways with uh, Madam Wendy and finding out that uh, K- uh, Kibo Freedom Peak had trapped his office with magic to, you know, prevent entry. Uh, you guys have broken into Alizontalus's office. And so... The door creaks open, and it just sort of has this kind of stillness in the air. Despite the fact that only like a day has passed, it sort of just feels like awkward being here. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It is a little weird being here. Um, but at the same time, he might have had, he might have something here that can help us. Yeah, I guess let's look around. Investigation checks all three of you. Five. Uh, Hannibal? Eight. (laughs) Sweet, sweet eight. Nine. Oh, boy. We ain't fine shit. With a five and uh, an eight, you guys look around, and it looks like it's mostly paperwork related to the school. It's all very boring. It's, you know, this teacher requests this. The parent of this student wants this. Blah, blah, blah. You know, it's it's all very administrative. Can uh, I light that on fire, at least? What's that? Can I light when that on leave. fire? When we We're leave. not lighting anything on fire right now. And yeah. so, uh, Alice, you peek into uh, one of the uh, uh, office drawers and you find a small uh, uh, little chest. And it is locked. Does it look like it could be picked? Sure. I mean, any, you know, any lock can be picked if you try hard enough. Uh, we um, can I see if it's magically warded? Yeah, can I make an arcana check to see if it's magically trapped? You sure can. Uh, 23. With a 23, uh, this chest is trapped so that if somebody that he, uh, Alizontalus, has not, you know, listed as a, a, you know, like a person who's allowed in the chest, 
then a trap will go off. What that trap is, you don't know. And who it is that's allowed in this chest, you don't know. Well, he thinks you're dead, doesn't he? Yeah, but I wonder if this chest, how long has he had it? Can I... I'm going to look around the room and if for any mention of like me or Eldaria. With the, the roles you guys had, uh, you looked around and nothing caught your attention that involved either of your names. Okay, well, we made it this far. Just open it, give it a shot. I guess we didn't find a key by any chance, did we? Not with a five and eight and a nine. That's for damn sure. Yeah, that was not. <laughs> uh, all right. I guess I'm gonna I'm gonna try to pick it. Go right ahead. Let me know what you get. New proficiency bonus. That is twenty six. The twenty six. The chest opens, and inside are three rings. Any, nothing happens. Is Gandalf nothing around? <laughs> all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to pick up one of the rings. You can pick up all the rings. They okay. all look very ornate and intricate. Uh, they have uh, uh, the tiniest runes carved on like the insides of the rings. Uh, if you had to wager a guess, they're either very valuable or potentially even magic. Is that something an Arcana check would tell me if they're magic? Identify spell would. Okay, so we'll. I guess we'll handle that. Uh, well, do we? I mean, do we? We probably have a couple minutes, right? We just have to hit the Dragon District and then Church District. It'd be a half hour of casting the ritual spell, but you could do it. It'd be ten minutes for each ring. Okay. Would we still have? Would we still have enough time in the day to to hit the other two places if we stop now? Oh, for sure. Okay. I mean, then presumably, yeah. You know. Provided nothing sidetracks us. Right. Okay. Um, then, yeah, guys, let's uh, let's do it. Uh, the first ring. Uh, Alice, roll me a d10. Eight. Uh, the ring of fish control. <laughs> oh, we could only be so lucky. Uh, you find a ring of resistance. Uh, it requires attunement. You have resistance to one damage type while wearing this ring. The gem in the ring indicates the type which the DM chooses or determines randomly. Uh, it would be uh, Garnet, uh, and it is resist fire. So if you attune this item to yourself, uh, you are able to resist fire damage. So fire does half damage to you. Ooh. If you already have fire resistance, it sadly does not do anything. Sorry there, uh, uh, Thelonious. Uh, The next ring. Uh, You find a ring of protection. Uh, Once again, requires attunement. It gives you a plus one to AC and saving throws while you're wearing the ring. Okay. And finally, the third ring is a ring of spell storing. It stores spells cast into it, 
holding them until the attuned wearer uses them. The ring can store up to five levels worth of spells at a time. Uh, currently, there are zero spells within the ring. Uh, any creature can cast a spell one uh, first through third uh, or first through fifth level into the ring by touching the ring uh, when the spell is the cast. The spell has no effect at that time, but then can be cast at a later time. Uh, it uses the spell save DC of whoever cast that spell. Okay. All right. Well, um, I've already got a cloak of protection that gives me a plus one AC plus one saves. So I think maybe that would probably be better used to Sphinx, to Thelonious, the ring of protection. Or would it make more sense to give him the spell storing? Yeah, wouldn't I want to lock and store a whole bunch of my spells? Well, here's the the fun benefit is the fact that uh, uh, you, uh, Thelonious, can store spells in the ring, but feasibly give them to uh, Alice or Hannibal, who can then cast those spells. Right. But, I mean, also, yes, it does let you basically act like a spell battery and just crams more spells in there so you have more uses for you. So, I mean, it's up to you. Or up to you as a group. What I mean, I could, I could definitely use the protection spell, you know, ring, because my AC isn't, you know, fantastic compared to, to you guys. But, I don't know. Now, keep in mind, too, that uh, these rings require attunement, and you can only have three attuned items to yourself at any one time. So you have to look through your gear and see if you have, you know, too many items attuned or whatever, because you can only have up to three items attuned to yourself. Yeah, I already have the cheetah boots are attunement, right? Uh, I don't think so. Okay, well, then I only have the one. I don't think I have anything. I think... My wand. Your wand is. is the wand. To... Yeah, right, the so wand would be. I didn't. I thought I gave you the goggles too. Oh yeah, the goggles of farsight or whatever they are. Yep. Eagle sight. All right, so that's two. But you said I get three attuned yeah. to me, right? Yep. So that should work out fine. Okay. All right. I guess we'll have time to figure out which one I want to yeah, use. Yeah, we'll figure it out. A little yeah, bit. we can. Sure. We can argue that out. <laughs> Otherwise, you look through the office and nothing else has caught your attention. Uh, it looks like he had those items stored away, likely for he, uh, his son Aldaria and Alice. Uh, but for what use they had, uh, you know, who was meant to get each, you're not sure at this point. Well, well at least the trip wasn't a total waste. Yeah, a nice it's little parting gift from him. Not that he didn't help us before, you know, vanquishing demons and all, but eh, it'll be a good, good little thing to remember him by. I pull out the uh, the silver and gold skull, uh, the the coin size one. I'm like, it would have been nice to find something about these. Well, uh, I mean, your your friends learned what they were when they talked to him, and they were, you know, something that were taken off of demons when he was in. Uh, you know, uh, the infinite layers of the abyss slaying demons. But we didn't find out if they do anything, did we? No. They didn't seem to do anything. They seem to be more decorational. So I just put them back in my pocket, and I'm like, well, I guess that's that then. Yep. Um, 
So, Kibo's place, we probably shouldn't bother. I'm going to say probably not. No. Because I don't probably think we're going to have to Killing ourselves. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. He might have something good in there. He probably yeah. has many good things in there. Or it's Kibo, Kibo Freedom Peak and he doesn't have a whole heck of a lot in there. Yeah, he's just hiding something embarrassing. <laughs> That's actually probably more likely. Right. Am I misremembering that the vault had like other items in it? You guys yeah, got the entire Yeah, you guys got the entire contents of the uh, vault. Oh, all right. I got a sh I got a shield and then somebody else got uh something. I don't remember what it was. There were a few I items. I didn't realize that was everything. All yeah. right. Well, yep. then forget it. <laughs> all right. Um now what? Head to uh Morn? Yeah, let's go see Morn. What were you asking Morn about? We were asking him about oh, what killed? Uh, we we're asking him about uh, the armor and 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 torn and all that stuff. That's right. Yep. yep. So you guys head across to the Dragon District, and uh, you guys find your way back to Morn Valentine's house, and Zax lets you in, and once again he's kind of standing around, acting as a guard for uh, uh, Morn Valentine, and Morn uh, greets the three of you, and he says. Uh, my friends, how can I help you? I, we were hoping... Yeah, we had one more question to kind of ask. Uh, absolutely, I will do whatever I can to help. So we were talking earlier, and we remembered that the last person that wore the armor of Endless Night uh, was stabbed in the back. And you know, kill, killed them and, and ended that. Do you know any, like, why did that work? Like, what is it that could be a weakness for the armor? That's the, one of the odd things about this situation. Uh, now, I was rather young at the time and certainly was not on the battlefield, but from eyewitnesses that have, you know, had lived through that battle that have now since passed away, I'm afraid, I, uh, from what I understand, Torn Ballantine was not wearing the armor when he was killed. He wasn't wearing the armor when he was killed. Okay. <laughs> yes, he uh, was not wearing the armor. He uh, had doffed it. And so it was only when he was not wearing the armor that he was stabbed in the back. It was a rather peculiar thing. New Arcosia was not only a city, but it was a floating battleship. It was a city that was armed and was going to be used to terrorize the world. That is what the Bloodbanes wanted from New Arcosia, was an ultimate weapon. And so the city rose into the air and... To the best of my knowledge, Torn Ballantine, in his death throes, with his last bits of strength, made sure that the city would rise into the sky and would never fall. Why did he take the armor off? We don't know. Uh, some people said that it was like he was... Uh, uh, he had some reason against wearing it when he was fighting against the people that challenged him. 
uh, it seems that he knew the people and was potentially friends with those that were trying to defeat him. So he wasn't able to control himself while he had it on, and that's why he took it off. Does that sound like that seems accurate, possibly? That's a fear that I would have. Uh, though it could be that he just wanted to reveal himself to them. I don't really know for sure. I, I know that the armor of Endless Night is something that Dragonborn and even Dragonkind have a great reverence for, but it was the desire that the Bloodbane family had for it that made me wish to hide it away from the world. So what brought New Arcosia down? Nothing brought it down. New Arcosia floated off into the sky, never to return. Uh, floated, just floated away. The floating city of New Arcosia, that is what Torn Ballantine did with the last of his strength. He made sure that the city would never, ever fall to the earth again. So, did he use the armor to do this? Uh, no, I don't believe so. The The city of New Arcosia was a city designed by powerful dragons in ages long ago. Only 50 years ago was there a war to try to gain control of it. Hmm. So they lost control of it and it got away. Well, that's the thing is there is likely still a person who had control of it at the end. And that was Torn Ballantine. He was in control of the city as the supreme leader of New Arcosia. So who would control it once he died? he's the one that sent it off. He sent it off and then likely died afterwards. I do not know what lies in the sky beyond the clouds, but whatever is there, New Arcosia is there. Is it possible that someone could bring it back? Like, could Pyralis have the powers necessary to bring it back down? It would depend on where it is. I... I don't know much about cosmology. It's a little beyond my depths. But I would imagine that New Arcosia found its way into the great beyond, into the outside, the far realm. Hmm. All right. If, well, there, what it... if there is anyone that is able to bring it back could be Pyralis, but I don't believe that she has any connections to the Far Realm. Unless she's working with someone that does. That could be possible. But once again, she views anything that's non-draconic as lesser beneath her. I don't think that such alliances would last for long. No, but she could be using someone. Certainly possible. Well, it seems like still a lot of unknowns for what her motivation is. 
Or at least what her plan is. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a confrontation will be coming soon if Thelonious is right and she's going to arrive in the Dragon District sometime tomorrow. Yeah. Morn, do you know why she would be willing to let someone else wear the armor? Why she would want someone else to wear it. I... Not entirely sure why, to be honest. Uh, it would strike me that it is in her best interest to wear it herself. Though Thelonious mentioned that you believe she is a lich? Right. Maybe as undead, so she... she is unable to. Well, that would stand a reason. I didn't think about that. Yeah, she might not even be able to use it. But maybe she's gathering it all together to give it to someone else that she can control. Certainly possible. Uh, but to be honest with you, I don't know how you could control someone who's wearing the armor of Endless Night. Maybe she wouldn't have to if it's Tytherian pulling the strings. Yeah, maybe she doesn't necessarily want it to be... Maybe she doesn't necessarily want to control it. She just wants it to be the chaos that's going to happen when it's on. It could be any of those things. I think we will soon find out, though. I think you're right, unfortunately. Yeah. And we seem to still no have... We still don't seem to have any advantage about what we can do against the armor. So... I, uh, he kind of uh, shrugs a bit and he says to the best of my knowledge there is very little in this world that is invincible if the armor is indeed invincible then perhaps the flesh underneath is not so we have to figure out a way through it there is Nothing in this world that cannot be achieved with perseverance and a little faith. I hope you're right about that. He says, I hope I am right too. It is the only thing keeping me sane right now is that naive nature that things will work out in the end. I like the way you think, Morn. Morn asks if there's anything else that uh, he or Zax, who's also there, uh, can help you out with. Do you know the name Anavel Bloodbane? Anavel Bloodbane. Uh, the name is vaguely familiar. Perhaps he was in the war. 50 years sort ago. of. So he was, I guess, an experiment. Uh, in efforts to make other races into dragons. The Bloodbane family has done horrible and atrocious things. I do not know the details of these grisly experiments, except the fact that whoever propagated them must be an utterly insane madman. Yeah, we met the guy. He didn't seem all there. 
I think we met the guy. He he was confused about who he was. Let us hope that if you dealt with him, that he is indeed gone forever. I hope I so, but I have my doubts. Yeah, I, I don't think he is. I, I'm sure part of him is floating around somewhere. He kind of shudders a bit, and uh, uh, Morton doesn't seem to know anything about these experiments, uh, but they send a chill down his spine. Understandable. I don't think I have anything else. You guys? No other questions? No, nope, I'm good. I don't have anything. Morn tells you that I, uh, I, uh, you know, he will be ready tomorrow for what may come, uh, and he tells you to try to get some rest. Thanks, Morn. And he nods and says goodbye, and Zax walks you guys out. All right. Well, well, we can check back on Goldbeard and then uh, head home. Yep. Let's see. That's a, that's a plan. Let's go do that. So you guys head back to the church, and uh, Goldbeard. Uh... Man, I tell you what, my Fitbit's got me on a lot of steps today. Fit what? Uh, oh. Yeah. You guys get to the uh, cathedral, and I. Uh, uh, Altarius and Goldbeard have tons of documents out. They even have some of the other priests kind of walking around, and uh, Goldbeard uh, tells you guys, he says, I am still looking, friends. I'm sorry, but when I find something, I will make sure to send word to you and send Altarius to you. Okay. We appreciate it. He nods, and uh, he lets you know that uh, uh, you know he'll do what he can. All right, we'll let you get to it. Uh, and you guys head back to the Mertil Alberge. Yep. Is uh, it, uh, what is it, late afternoon at this point? Yeah, it's like getting into the, the evening at this point now that you've made it to the Mertil Alberge. Uh, you have uh, Maxwell, who is uh, uh, in the uh, kitchen uh, with like a big bundle of stuff that he's gotten. Uh, and then otherwise, uh, uh, Fritz is making dinner. So, looks like you had fun. Ah, uh, young master, this is the uh, kind of stuff I live for. Clearly. Uh, so, what'd you get us? He says, well, let's see. And so he unfurls the, the cloth. Uh, and how much money did you give him again? Uh, I think it was 600 gold. <laughs> it was a lot. Oh, good lord. And you asked for uh, arrows. Silver He's... arrows, yep. Yeah. Shit ton of potions. Silver arrows, uh, shit ton of potions, and what else? Did you want a silver rapier? Oh, I think he changed yeah. his mind, didn't he? You wanted it at first, but then I thought you changed your mind. Then did we say just go ahead and do it? I think so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I uh, let me grab the calculator out and uh, figure out how many potions you have after all that. I started with 600 gold. I so let's see. I you get I uh, 30 silver arrows, a silver rapier, and I uh, six healing potions. Cool. Two each. Yep. Yeah. All right, so you guys wrote that down? 
So I'll, I'll take the 30 arrows because, well, I needed them. And, um, and then we each get two potions and then you get your silver rapier. I have written down that potions are 2d4 plus 4. Does that change as we've leveled up or no? Nope. Uh, there are different levels of quality in potions, but uh, Maxwell was able to get so many because they're the 2d4 plus 4 ones. Yeah. We do okay. have some super potions, though, or whatever they're called. Oh, yeah, we, we did. No potions of advanced them. healing. Yeah, you guys have a few of those. Yep. Unless you've used them. No, we I don't think yet. so. I'm, I believe we each have one oh, of those, have- right? We each have two. I wrote down we got six of those. No, we had... Did we have those? Were there six of those ones? Yeah, four. I got it here. Four D4 plus four. Oh, yeah. We got six of them. Yep. All right, cool. So we each have two advanced healing potions and two regular healing potions. Awesome. Cool. I had two potions from before still. I was going to say, yeah, I still have two potions left over. Yep. From before this, so we should we at least have some good. potions. Yep. Gotta count for something. Uh, Maxwell asks how your gay, uh, guys' uh, day went. Do you guys fill him in on uh, what you guys found and talked to and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Maxwell kind of uh, nods uh, uh, kind of forlornly and he's like, uh, it sounds like tomorrow's going to be a hell of a day. Yes, sir. And you know what? After that, we still got to deal with the demons. Oh, boy. Yeah. He says, now we have X319 for that. Well, we don't know if we are or not. I Maxwell says, well, if it's any consolation, I'm quite excited to be taking on demons. I'm sure you are. Maxwell. Uh, Maxwell uh, uh, shows you a uh, uh, battle axe that's silver-plated, and he says, I hope you don't mind. I uh, took the liberty of getting something for myself as well. No, please. I, would, I was hoping you would. And he nods. He says, I'll be damned if I want to miss out on that. I know. Too bad, uh, too bad your buddy JCPP isn't around still. Ah, yeah. That would have been nice. Uh-huh. Get him some, I don't know, some brass knuckles or something oh yeah silver knuckles or like uh, sure silver knuckles claws at the end or something i bet that'd be yeah. cool that'd be pretty fantastic maybe magic ones i don't know i was gonna say what's this loser gonna do punch x319 to death i hear he's tough he yeah. might be able to if listen if there's anyone i know that can take on this uh miserable reptile uh, no offense yeah what's that supposed to mean there maxwell <laughs> Listen, I just have a bit of a chip on my shoulder about how, uh, you know, this uh, X3-whatever did a number on me. Yeah. You know how conversations usually go? You say, no offense, but you know what? No. No hate. Love us. What just happened? Uh, (laughs) No, I'm not sure what just happened here. I don't know, but I don't think I liked it, but I guess I owe you an apology. (laughs) Fritz, what are we eating? I'm hungry. Uh, Fritz comes out and uh, he says, Oh, uh, we're having uh, roast mutton. I hope that you enjoy. It might be our last meal, so yes, thank you. Do we have a side dish with the mutton? Yes, eat every every meal like it is your last. Good advice. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. 
Uh, he has, like, roasted potatoes and stuff on the side. Yeah, he has a big meal for you guys. How about dessert? Uh, roll a d20. <laughs> Natural 20. You know I could not forget the blueberry pie. <laughs> nice. The secret ingredient. Place a little blueberry wine in there. It's the secret ingredient, my friend. Nice. Old family recipe. Don't you go well, telling anyone. It's not a secret anymore. Uh, and he laughs, and uh, he uh, tells you guys to head to the dining room, and he'll start bringing food out. Uh, do you guys have anything that you want to talk to uh, with Fritz, uh, who seems to be oblivious to the fact that you've told him that you know this might be your last meal? Uh, and, uh, Maxwell, uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to do? Fritz, you in a fighting mood tomorrow? A fighting mood? You know, yeah. Thelonious is just Everybody. kidding. Yeah. He's just, he's just, just joking. Oh, uh, I'm afraid I'm not much of a fighter. Uh, uh, do you, you wouldn't have... have any hidden weapons in this, uh, old house, would you? Anything useful? Hidden weapons, uh... I have a a bit of a secret set aside. Oh? Do tell. Uh, wait right here. And he goes down to the cellar. All right. I didn't expect that. And maybe a minute or so later, he comes back up and he says, I had hidden it to make sure that it would never be used. It is something that was handed to me when I was a young man and... You three are friends, and if you feel like it might help you, I can hand it off to you. And he uh, pulls out a dusty bottle of blue wine, blueberry wine. And he says, You know what? He says, Perfect. My family, she has passed this down for some time. It is said that you only drink this in the darkest hour. But Fritz, he does not have dark hours. It is always light and peaceful and fun. So, you take it, and if you don't need it, you bring it back, and Fritz will hand it down to his children. That sounds like a great deal, Fritz. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Fritz bud. gives you the Baril Ancestral bo uh, Bottle of Blue Wine. He says to only open it in your darkest hour. Huh. Maybe it'll give us the touch. Who knows? Who knows? <clears throat> I look at that Fritz coming through in the clutch. Fritz tries. Fritz might be oblivious, but he does try. <laughs> I so you guys eat your meal. It's delicious. Uh, you get nice and full. You have some regular blueberry wine. Uh, and I uh, Maxwell lets you know. He says, "I uh, I'm more than willing to go with you to the Dragon District." If you want to keep me off to the sidelines until it's time to deal with demons, that's a little more of my forte, but I'll be happy to do one or both. Well, have we... So, what? What? what's the call tomorrow? Are we giving, yeah. the, are we giving the piece up? Is, is that what we're going to roll with? Or are we going to try and hide it temporarily? Or are we going to... Tell him no and try to fight two at a time. Well, if we tell him no, we're going to fight two at a time. If we tell him yes, we're probably going to have to fight two at a time. I guess the difference being is we tell him no, 
it's X319 we're fighting, minus the armor. We tell him, yes, might not be X319, and he'll have the armor. So I don't know. I mean, I, I the likelihood at this point, the likelihood of X319 taking the armor and being able to help us is slim. I agree. Like, I just don't see a positive giving him the final piece at this point anymore. Well, the positive being if we give him the piece, if he's in, if he, if nothing happens, we have a powerful ally. He was controlled by, he was controlled by a circlet earlier. What do you think this armor is going to do to him? And I feel like Pyralis, I feel like she knows this, right? Like maybe, I think she wants us to give it to him. I think you're right. Now with this conversation about thinking, remembering back that she's a lich, she might not be able to use the armor herself. It might be her plan all along for us to give it to him. You know what? Or he might just be convenient. What if, what if you put on the, just the pieces that we have, the piece that we have, because then he can't get it off of you unless he kills you. Well, keep in mind that it, it doesn't is... Do, it doesn't do anything for me, That's okay. Though. Well, here's the thing, is it's not really going to lock in place unless you have the other pieces of the armor, because it oh, locks so into just, the, the yeah. uh, bracers and the, uh, uh, like the shoulders and the chest piece. So, like, you could put it on, but it'd be, like, loose and wouldn't really fit especially. Oh, right. yeah, so maybe not that. I can't remember, though. Can we put it in the bag of holding, or will no. it not go in there? Uh, will not go in the bag of holding. So we are either going to hide it or one of us is going to show up with it. Or we have it in a bag. Yeah. I mean, I guess we can probably say we're not giving it up and he'd have to kill all three of us and take his chances of which one he's going to try and attack first to figure out if it has the piece. Something tells me he's not too worried about that. Or does someone like Maxwell have the piece? Would he expect something like that? Not trying to put all that pressure on Maxwell, but... I think if we're going to hide it, we need to hide it not with a person. Yeah, whoever we put it with is going to be found pretty fast. (laughs) And and if they are, they're not going to be as tough as we are. That's true. So they'll likely get killed. So I don't want to condemn someone to death for trying to help us out. All right, so then we're going to say one of us is going to hold on to it? Uh, or we hide it. Has the ship entirely sailed on giving him the peace? I think it is at this point. I think at this point it is, yeah, because it seems like that's Pyralis' plan. And, um, you know, which, seems like Which, in all honesty, if once Pyralis is gone, I guess do we care that he gets the peace? Is there a way that, I mean, I guess he's, he plans on having it first. Like, I, we and don't think there's the, any way around it, huh? That seems to be the sticking point, is that if he were willing to help us out first, I have, I'd have i have no issue giving him the last piece. But I guess, him, and I, I guess point, I would agree with that point, too. That if that he could help us get rid of Pyralis, then. But it might not, even if we get, even if he kills Pyralis... 
and he puts the armor on, he still may turn into Dytherian. Which at that point, well, we can... But I, that. Were, at that point, were, we could deal with it. But if Pyralis is still around and we're dealing with him with the armor, I mean, that's really bad. Like, that that would be ab the absolute worst thing we could have happen. Was both at the same time? Both at the same time. And the way that that could, ha and the way that we know that that could happen is if we give him the piece, which is why, again, I think that cannot be the choice, no matter what. Yeah, I think we can't give him the piece either. We we would have to at least drop one of the two to then consider maybe giving a piece away. Yeah. All right. So the plan is we hide the piece. I don't think we should hide it here. No. Um. I, I think don't you one of? I think we're gonna. I think one of us is going to have to have it in case we need it, right? Yeah. Still leave it in our bag or just hold on to it for right now? I think leave it in the bag. I uh, Leave it in our bag, whoever is going to hold it, and we'll just have to see. If he's willing to take down Pyralis, I am fine giving him the piece afterwards. I'll roll the All dice right. on that. I guess okay. I would say that 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 would have to be how we bring up that conversation to him tomorrow, right? Is we'll say, look, we can't give you this piece anymore until we handle Pyralis. We'll just say things have changed. She's bringing in an army. Yep. We can't give you that piece. And he's yep. probably not going to agree to the terms, but we'll at least have we'll the conversation that. and we'll just take it from there. All right. That's fair. I like that plan. All right. Are you guys going to bed? Who's holding it? I do. I I think I currently have. You, you have it. Yes, you do. You might as well just hold on to it for now. Okay. Ooh, the lonies. Do you want to hang on to it? You don't have to. Oh, I mean, my my HP is not as high as others, but also, you guys might want to figure out who's attuning what before you go to bed. Oh, that's right. Oh yeah. Uh, and put any spells in the ring depending on who has it. Right. That we definitely want to do. Yep. All right. Well. Obviously, Thelonious can't have fire resistance. Right. So it's going to have to be me or you. Um, so if... So that well, leaves the protection spell or the spell store for Thelonious. Yeah. I would argue since you are the demon breaker, you should get the fire resistance. Wouldn't that make some logical sense there or no? I mean, the only one that doesn't make sense for me is really the well, I guess they all make sense for me, but it's up to you guys. Like, whatever you guys they feel will help you out the most, we'll go with. Well, I guess, too, though, what should I just have all the spells, or do one of you want to use spells? Well, I, I mean, have a I know, I feel like, I, I feel like LPJ probably shouldn't have it Hannibal. because you're kind of our mate, Hannibal, sorry, because you're, you're our melee guy. Right. right, but the issue we ran into last time is we couldn't get into close range with one of the demons, and I didn't really have any good long-range weapons. All right. I had was, like, now I have arrows. Yeah, now oh, you have silver are, arrows. That's right. true. Okay. I was going to say, too, but what are we what are we going to be dealing with first? You know, like, I think it's more dealing with Pyralis than it is probably demons, but you're right, we don't know, I guess. Right. <laughs> so it's up to you guys. I mean, I'm likely to get hit the most, because I'm I'm going to be melee range. So I I will say with me having um, 
the spells that will allow me to use some more of my shield spells more often as well to protect mm-hmm. myself. Because usually yeah. when I have to use my spells, I'm using them offensively. Right. But if I've got all these extras, that can give me some defense as well. Okay. So that makes sense. I, feel, I feel like it might make the most sense for me to, to just have that ring. Okay. I'm fine with that. Okay. That's fine. So then do you want to take fire resistance or the protection? Uh, I like the protection because then I can get in closer where I can do more damage. Okay. But I also, I, well, and you said you already have one that gives you. I have a cloak. I have a cloak of protection. So I already have plus one AC plus one saves. Okay. And then you would, so if you got the fire resistance one, then you're half damage to fire. Is that how that works? Right. Yep. Does that make sense? I don't know. It depends if we go against anybody with fire. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. 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 Or do we give you the ring of protection and really beef that up? It's up to you. I mean, I, the problem is I'm more likely to get hit than any of you. So anything, def- anything defensive is going to help me. Why don't we give you the, the ring of protection, get you that, that extra AC, make you a little bit harder to hit. And then I'll, the fire resistance okay that's fine and then what uh spells are you putting into the uh, ring of spell storing there uh 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 the so how does that work again so i get to pick five spells five levels worth of spells so if you have like what's your highest level spell five you could put a fifth level spell in and it's the only spell that's in there and does that mean I can use it as often as I want, or I use no. it five times? You do. You would have that spell once. All these spells you put in can be used once before they have to be recharged. Know what I mean? I guess no, not really. So let's so say I, I have to pick one spell total. So what's your what's a fifth level spell you have? The one that I picked was that em- emulation. I'm emulation. Emulation. So emulation. if you put emulation in the ring. That means that as of right now, it's as if you casted a fifth level spell, but nothing happens. It's now in the ring. At a later date, you get to use an action and the spell gets used from your ring, but it doesn't use up a spell slot. However, once you use that up, it's now gone and the ring is now empty until you recharge it with either more spells, different spells, whatever. How often do I have to recharge it? Anytime you've used it. So, like, that spell will sit in there for days, weeks, months, years until you use it. How much time do I need to put one back in? An action to put it in. But the catch is that, is there a difference between casting a spell and using it from the ring? There is if you do it in advance. So, like, right now, you have all your spells and you, you know, don't have to worry about casting them right now. So, you can cast it into the ring and you don't got to worry about it being used up. Know what I mean? Because you're going to go to sleep and take a long rest and get your spells back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, you could also do, like... It has to be a full action, though. It can't be a bonus action to fill the ring. Well, filling the ring is just the, it's the action that is the, the, what, you know, what it costs to cast the spell anyway, but like spells that are a bonus action naturally, then I mean, yeah, you could use those. Okay. But like when you go to cast the spell, it casts as if you're you're casting the spell. I think I am. We can talk about it in more detail later, but. 
Okay. Well, he needs to know what spell you're putting in there. Oh, well, I mean, I, I don't I mean, necessarily need to know. It's just, okay. you know, you better figure it out. Because if you're like, oh, I didn't write it down. Well, then there's no spell in there. Right. So if you put, you can put one five level or like a, th a third level and a two level or a third level and two ones or two twos and a one, as long as the total adds up to five. Yep. Got it. Okay. All right. Let me, let me think it over. But, yeah. Sure. Okay. I, uh, but do think fast because uh, you got to decide before you go to bed. Oh, okay. I mean, then otherwise you're using that spell up tomorrow, and that could potentially backfire on you. Okay. Um. Shit. Okay. <laughs> All right, I'll figure it out. Okay. Um. So. I will use, um, so that I have extra then, I can do a level three and then a level two. Yeah. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. Right. Then I will do a Blight level three and Scorching Ray level two. Then go ahead and make note of that on your character sheet. They are now in there. And so uh, you have those uses of spells for tomorrow. Or, well, whenever you use them up. Okay. Got it. Awesome. So, you guys are going to bed? I'm I don't going have to anything bed. else to do. I guess I'm going to get some sleep. Awesome. So, you guys all go to bed. Alice, you wake up in the wee hours of the morning, and you have a few hours before your friends are awake, and breakfast is there and ready and everything, and so is there anything you'd like to do with this little bit of quiet time? I think I mostly just pace back and forth nervously, kind of flip my daggers, go through my equipment, make sure everything's in order, all my all my weapons are, are sharpened and ready to go and just wait. Absolutely. And so a few more hours pass, and maybe a little earlier than they normally would, your friends are awake. And you guys eat kind of a... a Sort of a tense, somewhat awkward breakfast as you guys are a little on the nervous side. And it's a little lighter than normal. Fritz, you know, responds like, oh, you don't want to eat more? And you guys just, it just doesn't feel right to eat a big breakfast when you're about to be dealing with whatever you're about to deal with. But is any of the dessert left from last night? There is plenty of blueberry pie. And that, I would assume, is going to be somebody's breakfast. Yeah, I want a little bit of that blueberry pie. You get a slice of blueberry pie, and uh, it's a little on the uh, sweet side for breakfast, but it tastes pretty damn good. Nice. Maxwell gets up, and he asks what the plan is for him. Do you want him to go to the Dragon District with you? Do you want him to wait here? What is the plan? I think we save him for the demons. Or... We might need everybody. We might need... Yeah. It might be time to bring in the, the troops. I mean, again, he can kind of hang out somewhere, but I don't think we want to leave him all the way over here. Maxwell lets you know that he's willing to follow, and if you just want him to, to you know, take more defensive actions for now, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. He agrees, and he says he'll go with you. I... Would you guys like to go to the Dragon District? Is, there is everyone ready to, to meet us? Is yeah, there anything we... else we need to do? 
I think we oh, need we to check with Goldbeard Ray. one more yeah, with Goldbeard, time. Yeah. yeah, we never heard back. I, uh, you guys start heading towards the, uh, uh, the church, church district. Is... All three of you make a perception check. Natural 20. <laughs> Unnatural 20. Uh, a, a natural 7. Oh. With a 7, you don't really notice much. With a 20, uh, the, uh, the clouds kind of, you know, come overhead and, you know, kind of blocks out the sun a bit and you don't really pay it much mind. With a natural 20, Thelonious, you look up to the sky and see a large shadowy form blocks out the sun temporarily. And you see that there is a dragon flying over the dragon district. You don't think you have much time. What would you like to do? I think we're heading to the dragon district now. I don't think we got time to go to Goldbeard, or we got time to go to Goldbeard, yeah. Well, Elizondalus is going to meet us there. Any or not, Elizondalus? Um, Altarius. Altarius is going to meet us there anyway, and he said Altarius is going to have the info. Let's we gotta get right to it. Are you guys going to go to the church district, or are you guys going straight to the dragon district? I think we gotta go to the dragon district. <sighs> Sounds like we don't have a choice. If... Look up to the sky. I don't think we have a choice. I mean, you guys can do what you want. I just need to know what direction you're going. I think we head for the Dragon District. All right, Dragon District. You guys rush to the Dragon District. Maxwell falls a bit behind you and tells you to just keep going and he'll catch up because his limp leg. The three of you rush forward. The dragon still cuts in and out of the clouds. You only see the shadowy form of its leathery wings and long tail up in the air. And you guys arrive in the Dragon District and you see that it seems to be mostly on lockdown. You don't really see anyone out on the streets or anything. Uh, and as you guys arrive and, you know, are looking around, uh, from out of the shadows of one of the buildings comes X319. And he says... Well, investigators, it is our time to shine. Soon enough, that miserable witch will be landing. And he holds out a long, clawed hand as he currently has red scales. And he says, the piece of the armor of endless night. Let's finish this. About that, there's a bit of an issue. What do you and I know mean? You're not gonna, I know you're not going to like this. We've been researching the armor. We're fairly certain whoever wears this armor will be overcome with the spirit or entity of Tytherion, Bloodbane, right? Our Bloodbane? Yeah. Yeah. And will lose control of themselves and become potentially that person. I'm going to lose control of myself right here, investigator. We had a deal. Are you yeah. going to turn that deal down? We're not going to turn that deal down, but we can't give you this piece until after Pyralis is dead in case she can control the armor while you're wearing it. Are we're you led to believe me. she can. 
You I think it's must be listen, joking. Listen, you want that freedom, don't you? You've been talking about it all this time. How would it feel to be this close to get that armor and then you still can't control yourself? Listen here, investigator. I have no intentions of letting this miserable witch live. But without that armor, I don't think that we have a chance. I think we're just going to have to take that chance. I think we can do it. We got a lot of support in the city to help us. Support? What support? There's nobody here but us, investigators. Hand over that armor now. And X319 looks up. All three of you make perception checks. Fifteen. Seventeen. Even with the seven, the shadows above you blot out the sun. And you guys look up to see an enormous dragon that seems to be stitched together from multiple dragons. Different types, different body types, different body sizes come floating down and then smash down on top of the kind of the blacksmithery of the dragon district. And it crushes the, the roofs of the, uh, uh, that, you know, kind of cover the blacksmith shops down into the ground. And from off the back of the dragon steps no less than four shadowy figures in cloaks, one of which you recognize as Pyralis. And she says, Oh, Annabelle Bloodbane, you couldn't get the piece of armor that they have. And he just glares at her. And she says, No matter. I have a deal for you. We can kill them and take their piece of armor, and then I'll give you the pieces I have. What do you say? And the uh, dragon just sort of uh, breathes out deep. And uh, uh, its eyes seem kind of weirdly glazed over, like it's not really looking at like any one thing in particular. And the three shadowy figures in cloaks kind of step up a bit. And X319 looks to the three of you and says, I will not hesitate to switch sides as I said I would. Will you give me the piece of the armor of Endless Night or will you be destroyed? Guys, I don't think we can afford to have him switch sides like this. Yeah, but at the same time, she obviously wants him to have exactly. the armor. Exactly. X39, Annabelle, you're not thinking clearly. She wants you to have the armor because she wants to control you. Otherwise, why wouldn't she keep all the pieces to herself? Think, the, man. The think. cloaked figure of Pyralis holds out her robed arms in kind of a shrugging motion. And she says, it is true that I cannot wear the armor of Endless Night. But all I desire is for the armor to be brought back together. There is nothing in this world that would allow me to control you. 
So Annabelle, what will be your response? Can we roll insight on that? You sure can. 23. 15. Oh, <laughs> one. With a one, you're not sure. And that's your first of the, the recording session, right? Yeah. You don't know. Uh, what did you get, uh, Hannibal? 15. With a 15, she's telling the truth. With a 23, uh, Alice, that's what you had? Mm-hmm. She seems to be telling the truth. Somebody who wears, uh, somebody wearing the armor of Endless Night, she has no means of controlling such a person. And that doesn't mean the armor can control him. I was going to say, but she may know what it's going to do. Annavelle looks to the three of you and he says, do you want me to be your enemy now? What is your I, answer, I investigators? I think we have to give it to him. If I think that's a terrible idea. I don't think we do. I think we got I think we're just going to have to fight him. We're going to have fight to fight all these people. We're going to have to fight somebody at some time. Everyone's going to be coming. This is it. Pyralis shakes her head and she says, Oh, my dear friends, I have no intention of fighting you here. Why don't you just hand over that piece of armor? It would be a shame if a dragon were to come crashing in on your little friend's house. It's real, is it? Guys, it's fighting time. Yeah, what, what's Fritz got to do with this? I will do everything in my power to break your spirits. The old man running on his way here. All the people in this city that are not from the great nation of New Arcosia. All of them will die. Do hand it over. She's going to kill them all anyway. Exactly. Very well, then we will go kill Fritz first. The cloaked figures jump atop the uh, dragon, and she does as well. X319... Annabelle we still have a chance. looks to you three and says, I'm not going to stop her from killing your friends. And you know she will. You know that she wants something. Even if she eventually plans to kill your friends, don't you think that you can stop it from happening? And he holds out a clawed hand. The armor of endless night. I have no intention of bringing your friends into this. But while I'm trying to kill you to get the armor, she'll do terrible things to your pals. You're going to do, do terrible, terrible things, things when you have the armor. That's why she wants you to have it. I Think have... about it. She she made you swallow the guy to get that to get that spell too. This is all part of her plan. She's got you wrapped around her finger, man investigator i have no intention of not slicing her miserable head off the moment i get a chance and leaving this city and the three of you forever and you don't think she knows that she clearly knows that which is why she knows that you're not going to be able to do that 
once you have the armor. Otherwise, she would never take that risk herself. Your conspiracy theories amount to little more than dust, Investigator. I want that armor. It's not going to happen. No deal, pal. His claws extend out a bit, and he says, Then you have doomed yourselves and this city. And the dragon goes to take off. And that's where we're going to go ahead and pause today's session. Thank you for listening to Noobs and Dragons. This show is brought to you by listeners like you. If you wish to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. From there, you'll be able to gain excellent perks like a behind the scenes show for Noobs and Dragons. We thank you for your patronage.